Hi everyone, my name is Samantha Hawkins. I'm Head of Sales here at Premium. And today we're really pleased to be able to, to introduce you to two fantastic women from our network. Katerina Nikolakopoulos, who is the founding partner of Econ Financial, a fantastic financial advice firm here in Melbourne. Uh, Katerina has been in our industry for over 26 years now. And Widiana Setiwan, who is a senior private wealth advisor at Shore & Partners, who has had over 15 years experience in the financial services industry. Thank you for joining me and welcome. It's our pleasure. Thank you, Thank you. having us. Now, we are talking today in honour of International Women's Day and the theme of International Women's Day this year is around equity and building equity uh, within our profession, which I think all three of us here are very passionate about, building equity within our our organisations and our financial profession in general. Uh, we're going to talk about a little bit of background from Katerina and Witty and where they've started, what led them to the financial career that they are on and the path that they're on and how they got here maybe some hurdles they've had along the way, what they've learnt along the way, and then maybe some information around uh, what they think we could do to encourage women and younger women in our uh, organisations to follow the path that you maybe have done. So first of all, um, just introducing each of you. Um, you've both, as I said, some of the, some similarities in the, the background of your upbringing and the things that maybe led you into financial services as a career. So Katerina, we'll start maybe with you. You have started your own business with Econ um, a number of years ago. It's a very successful business with a really great loyal client base. Um, can you give us a little bit of background, I suppose, of what inspired you to take that step? Because it's a really, you know, it's a big move to start your own business, obviously. Um, it is. Um, and thank you, Samantha, for um, for for um, allowing us to come on and inviting us to speak about um, how, what our experiences are in the industry, given that it has been predominantly male-dominated, um, and uh, to be a representative of a female in financial services. So um, in terms of what led me firstly to the industry and then what led me to become an advisor, um, I initially, um, growing up as a country kid um, to parents that had migrated from Greece, I really got little direction in relation to what career path I could choose. Um, so I actually studied a very broad degree in business. Um, and uh, when I graduated in 96, 1996, um, Queensland was in a very um, serious recession um, and there were um, it was peak unemployment and um, a lot of businesses shut down. So I actually um, really, just out of circumstance, um, came into financial services, albeit when I was at uni studying, I'd head to the library and look at the uh, newspaper section and, and see, be interested predominantly in the financial services section yeah. and the stock market. Um, so lo and behold, I actually ended up in the industry. I don't know if that is by circumstance or chance, but um, for 10, well, essentially I was, I was working on the other side of the fence, advising advisors for 10 years in this corporate world. And I was writing their strategies for clients um, to implement. Um, I was auditing them to make sure that they were complying um, with our requirements and the legislative requirements. And then I um, went and managed the FSR transition, which for those of you potentially that are new entrants or considering financial services was a major financial services reform across our industry. And that was a huge task to undertake. I was only 27, 28 at the time. Um, and, you know... I, I suppose I got to peer into hundreds of businesses across Australia, financial services businesses, and I got to see firsthand working with these advisors what worked well and what didn't work well. And, um, you know, 
It was a bit of a battle sometimes because we were dealing with an industry that wasn't tertiary educated. Mm -hmm. We were dealing with an industry that weren't quick to adapt to new technologies. Um, and so what I was trying to impart, you know, sometimes you would battle it out with, with advisors. But I do want to always refer to the bell curve because, you know, the masses are always sitting, you know, pretty. And then you've got the outliers that you've got to work with, either the best or the worst, and then Absolutely. the rest in between. Yeah. And so I, as part of that experience um, with the corporate, I actually started working with an accounting firm that was trying to get um, their financial services arm up and running and they met their challenges, um, particularly because the client base of that accounting firm required expertise in um, some pretty complex taxation law, self-managed super funds, um, and the advisors that had come and gone really didn't understand those types of structures. So um, this we stayed in touch um, and um, then a few, a f oh, about it, basically almost a year later, I then joined the firm. I suppose the key reason to try this was to see whether or not everything that I was teaching these advisors over the course of the years and all the work that I was doing, whether or not I could actually apply it and could I do things better. In short, the two key reasons was to see whether or not I could apply the learnings and the teachings of the prior years in corporate um, and um, also, to most most importantly, really, was to look after the clients once I was there and I was facing them and looking after them and, and playing the role of responsibility to manage yeah. their financial affairs. The purpose of branding at Econ was... Um, so Econ is the ancient Greek word for icon, and basically we wanted to create a firm that was this, the set new benchmark in the mm. industry mm. Um, so that um, advisors could see how we could do things differently yeah. um, and not sell. So our industry was predominantly based on selling product and selling, and um, we aligned the business very early on to be of service yeah. and to advise our clients. Yeah. Um, so Perfect. Yeah. And having worked with you for you know, a few years now, I can say that that is definitely the feel that I get when I come into the econ offices. It's definitely a, a full service and a supportive and really nice environment. So I think you've created what you set out to. Thank you. Great. 16 years on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Witty, so a little bit of a different story or a different um, path that you've gone down. But mm. interestingly, um, some similarities in background to start with. So can you give us a little bit of a summary of what led you to Shore Partners? Sure. Um, so, uh, first of all, thank you for having me here. Um, but um, my background is very similar to Kat in the sense that I came here when I was 13. Um, purely came here to study and um, I basically came with my two older sister. Um, and from basically when I came, uh, which is grade seven to um, finishing my year 12, I learned a lot and met a lot of people. I also very much uh, grew up in a small country town and then I slowly moved towards the city. Uh, I went into uh, Melbourne Uni to, to do my degree and it's Bachelor of Science, major in physics. Um, after a year into the degree, I thought, you know, if I decide to go back to Indonesia to work, I need to um, look at some alternative because it's very hard uh, for me to find a job, especially as women, you know, to work in physics field. So then I start rocking up uh, first year of finance and commerce subject on my second year of physics. And I loved it. I, I thought I'll give it a shot. And 
Here we are. I've been working in financial services for over 15 years. And um, one of the motivation for me is that I love the customer interaction. I love to hear clients telling me the story, you know, their life experiences. And they always give you good advice, you know, and then you take that on board. And then you try to apply in your everyday life and uh, try not to make the same mistake. Yeah. Um, but um, at the, the other the other factor that make me to stay in financial services is the fact that I can provide, um, I can help them solve their problem. I can provide solution based on the knowledge that I got. And then at the same time, I can add value to this relationship, you know, between the client and, you know, advisor services, um, advisor uh, relationship. So for me, that was my motivation to stay as a financial advisor. It is a very rewarding career, but interesting to see that you know you feel you learn from your clients as well. Correct. <laughs> I know I certainly Correct. picked up a few tips along the way from my clients. Yeah, um, it was one thing that you know that has come up from both of you. I think when we were sort of chatting about this was mm. the impact you know, coming from a, a similar background in ways in a rural community, um, mm-hmm. parents who were maybe not in professional roles and not have the same opportunities that you've both been afforded, and the mm. influence that your mothers had on the path that you ended up following. I know, Witty, you mentioned your mum was very encouraging in pushing your education and getting you through to uni. Correct. Do you think, like, is that the case? Do you think your, your mother's had an influence on where you are today? And do you think that speaks to the broader influence of women in society and the influence that they have? Oh, absolutely. I think having um, someone to support you and, you know, to encourage you, um, especially when, you know, you're going through that teenagers, you know, mm-hmm. um, an uncertainty period uh, period of your life, it's quite important. And my mum basically just said to me, look, you know, um, go enjoy, you know, enjoy your study, enjoy your life. But back then, um, the expectation for uh, girls my age was to complete your study and settle down. And But for me, my mum said to me, go out there, you know, have a career, make, make a name of yourself and uh, do it. Uh, whatever you want, you know. And so for me, that itself is quite a bit of um, encouragement for me yeah. to move where I am today. Fantastic. Yeah. And Katerina, <coughs> I know you said you felt the same with your mum. She really wanted more for you than what she had achieved with her life yeah. academically, not personally necessarily. Yeah, but definitely. You know. definitely. Well, I think with my mother, she wanted um, more for all three of us. Mm-hmm. She always encouraged us to um, continue on to university. There was actually sort of no choice for us. Um, and that she saw as a new migrant was the way out of, you know, an agrarian lifestyle, which is you know, mm. very, um, very labour intensive and it's a tough life, mm. although it was a really beautiful childhood. Um, and I think um, in terms of growing up in the country, yes, like there is definitely a sense of community and that's probably influenced us in how we work um, and having a nice community around us. I feel like um, our team and our clients feel that community and family. What I did learn was that work ethic um, and resilience. Um, So you learn, I I think I pretty much got the double whammy. So you could easily look at me as the victim of um, unfortunate circumstances in my childhood. But in fact, and you know, I often played that role as well earlier in my career. But when you become introspective and look back at those times, you actually realise that that's brought you to the life that you have today. So you've got that resilience. You need that work ethic. So resilience, I think, is something that is obviously an attribute that you've both inherited from your parents and I'm sure has contributed to the career path you've taken and the successes you've had in your careers. 
But if you think about all the other attributes that, that is, are important to the role of in financial services and financial advice in general, uh, or more specifically, I should say, what do you think are the other attributes and skills, regardless of gender, male, female, that are important in the role of a financial adv- advisor? Witty, if I could maybe start with you for that one. Yeah, so for me, um, I always believe like as an uh, advisor, the most important thing is to listen, mm. to listen to what your client have to say. Um, I have this rule to talk less, so I would get my client to talk about themselves 80% of the time, and then I will then talk about 20% um, of the whole conversation. Um, and at the same time, I also like to get to know them, and not just them as an individual, but their families, you know, um, because when it comes to um, advice, I think like all under relationship, it is important for you to build that uh, trust, to build it's a, long, a lifelong relationship, you know. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that I, I think is quite important is that regular communication, understanding what they want, what they're looking for. So that's that's the, the main thing that um, you should have as an advisor. Yeah, absolutely. And it's difficult, especially when you're in a role where a lot of your role is teaching. <laughs> you're having yes. to educate your clients in what you're you're recommending for them. So yeah, yeah, you do have to talk a lot. So to you step do. back and make sure you listen is sometimes a, you know, a difficult thing to do. Katerina, anything further to add to that as far as skills and attributes? Yes, absolutely. So I I definitely agree with Witty in relation to communication. I think that um, communication is critical. Um, Einstein said that if you can't teach it to a six-year-old, you haven't mastered your your topic and your subject. Uh, And I suppose that um, that really comes in terms of that mastery of being able to articulate um, to a client um, you know, the advice that you wish for them to, mm. to implement. The second most critical um, element in terms of being good at our profession is definitely um, knowledge mm. in a sense of um, making sure that you understand the financial markets, but you also understand monetary policy and fiscal policy and geopolitical events and all of those aspects that you need to be aware of to be able to manage finances. And so really having been in the industry now 26 years, um, I've certainly um, yeah, gained the knowledge which I needed to in terms of being able to navigate through our regulatory and taxation systems mm-hmm. and the investment markets. But then you learn so much more through experience as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I've experienced the Asian crisis, the GFC, obviously COVID that hit. Um, And so through that, um, it it better prepares you in terms of managing money, particularly when it's such a huge financial responsibility that you have. Because the two most important things in life is your health and your financial Mm -hmm. position. Um, So we we wear this, you know, with a a huge sense of um, responsibility in terms of what we do. So in short, I think it's definitely knowledge, communication um, and the people like is critical. So working with the right people can either make your life easy and your clients um, outcomes great um, or or not. And definitely um, introspection. So being able to um, know potentially what you haven't done well and being humble in that mm. and always looking to improve. Um, and I think that that's what builds a great business. That's what builds great advice. And um, and I think that that's actually important for everybody, even from, Completely. you know, through all aspects of life mm. is that introspection and being able to look inwards. Yeah. Um, and identify your strengths and your weaknesses. And it is probably not something, a strength 
that a great many people have, I think, you know, generally in the community. It's difficult. It's very difficult to be completely honest with yourself and look back and think what you could have done better or differently. So, yeah. but yeah, completely agree with that as the importance. So we think about that those are obviously general um, attributes and skills that are important. And obviously knowledge is important and, and listening to your clients to understand what they need and being able to communicate to them so they clearly understand the advice that you're providing. If we think about, you know, in the, in the theme of International Women's Day, are there any attributes specifically that women do you think are, are stronger at uh, or, or is more natural to women in our industry? And that's the strength that we bring to um, to the financial services industry. So maybe, Witty, I'll start with you on that one. Yeah, I think um, uh, creativity certainly is one one of the mm. you know skills that we bring. So we're looking at different ways um, to uh, when it comes to managing the portfolio. So I think um, in the sense that um, having a male and female advisor in the, uh, to have that balance in the workforce certainly really helps me anyway. Um, but um, but women tend to be a bit more looking at, you know, outside the bigger picture, what can we do, you know, plan ahead. Uh, that's what we're really good at. Um, mm. And also the fact that um, I think one of the um, points that Kat mentioned, you know, looking at um, investment that is, I think, uh, slightly different to the normal investment um uh, like shares and all that, and that was really good idea, you know. Mm. And and we should. There is a lot of opportunity out there. Um, it's just a it's just a matter of identifying them. Mm. So yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. using that creativity. Create. Yeah, and exactly. it's interesting a point that you know it, it is. It, there are strengths in you know that's male and female have different strengths. Not yeah. always, but it can yeah. stand apart. And it's it's bringing of both of those strengths together. That's probably the best combination. So exactly. it's the equity of those um, exactly is what we're looking for. What I experienced um, in the in the workforce, you know, versus where I am now, um, having that male advisor there, it's give me uh, more the practical view and you know to learn from that. And a lot of the um, advisor at Shores actually they really really help um, to like sharing. They like to share. They like to share their knowledge. You know. Um, also, so I'm learning a lot from them. So, um, touching base to what you said before, it is um, at the end of the day having that good balance of having male uh, male advisor and female advisor is quite important. Mm. It makes you to become a better advisor as yeah. well. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And I know it's it's probably no surprise to anyone that uh, Shaw's being a stockbroking firm is quite a male dominated mm. environment. But I know in speaking to you over. Uh, the period of time that I've known you, it's certainly been a positive experience for you, Indeed, yeah. and not necessarily that it's uh, there's been any negatives. And you've had other experiences in other roles Correct. that weren't necessarily male dominated. Correct, <laughs> that weren't as positive. So yeah, um, yeah so exactly. all very much on the same page there. That it mm. is. There's good and bad, yin Correct. and yang, <laughs> in yeah. everything and in everyone. Mm. Um, and certainly in our team here, are some of our strongest analytical team members. Are women yeah. <laughs> so um, you know and, and yep. it's not always the case but certainly you know I think sometimes we can generalize and pull a few of those things out the important thing I guess as we're talking about is the equity of different skill sets different people different backgrounds um, mm. that, and, the, and all the benefits that we bring um, because of that so um, yeah. I, I love that point because um, when it comes to hiring somebody new at Econ, mm. I've, we've always followed the philosophy they have to be different. Yeah. They can't be the same yeah. as everybody else. Yeah. And I think even though we've got a small team, we've got a smart team yeah. and we've got a, you know, a productive and efficient and um, you know, highly qualified and each balance 
the other route in terms of their strengths mm. and weaknesses. Yeah. So I know there's you know, difficulty in, in bringing females in. And what do you think we need to do then um, to encourage more women to consider financial services as a career option? I know, Witty, you're particularly passionate uh, about providing financial advice to women. I know you focus on uh, women who maybe have been through um, a separation or some sort of financial hardship and trying to bring them and help them to to gain financial independence and knowledge. Mm -hmm. Um, I think probably women are in a better position to do that for the women that are in a vulnerable vulnerable position. So Mm -hmm. it is important that we have women advisors available for that reason. What do you think we can do to get the word out there that this is a great industry for for women to work in and to encourage more women to consider it? I think uh, being a female advisor, you know, you have to first of all love the job. Uh, by the same time, if we have more like internship, you know, more um, coaching as well as more uh, a bit more clear career path within the company, uh, so that a lot of the graduate will understand what's you know what is there to expect. You know, at the same time, having a female senior um, as a mentor or someone to talk to is quite important. Um, but I am, uh, you're right, I am quite passionate, um, especially in um, closing that gap and uh, in the female uh, financial literacy. Um, so for me, I think women in the past has always been giving that responsibility to the breadwinner, you know, and they just basically just sit aside and just watch. But um, what I want to, uh, what we are slowly starting to see is women, our generation, starting to step up. You know, trying to understand, try to take on a bit more responsibility in the family. You know, and and it's good for um, to see you know more engagement. And a lot of my uh, meeting with my client, um, appointment with my client, I try to get both of their thoughts in terms of you know the financial advice that I share with them or I provide them. Uh, rather than just one person, uh, try to understand what is their concern, you know, from both sides, you know, and then that way they both engage, they know exactly what's going on. It's more, um, it's not so much um, being, you know, giving them freedom of independence. It's not, it's just more the fact that um, if anything happened to your spouse, you know, you are aware of what's going on yeah. and that you can work together as a team to back each other up, yeah. you know. But at the same time, those that um, may be coming out from a really bad relationship, you know, they also need um, a bit more, uh, you know, independence in terms of managing their finance, knowing what to do. And so, yeah, that's that's where my passion is. Kat, Katarina, yeah, what yeah. do you think? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, uh, let me preface it by saying it's certainly not a glamorous job. <laughs> oh, stop. It's not. It is, I mean, but it's very rewarding. Yeah. Um, it's just so rewarding. I mean, if you think about, again, what I said before, the two most important things um, a person needs in life is great health and, and financial security. Mm-hmm. And so if you can play a role in helping people um, with their financial circumstances, um, you know, it's, it's such a critical role. And if you love learning and reading, um, so like I said before, you've got to, you've got to read everything mm-hmm. you've got to have. And so you get to absorb as much as possible. You get to work with amazing clients. Like you said, Witty, I mean, what, you know, what an eclectic group that I've been working with for the last 16 years. Mm-hmm. These are incredible people that have achieved a lot. I've, I've really broadened out into, into the investment piece outside of the, the strategy taxation piece. So I think if you're, if you're caring and you're smart, like this is an amazing industry to work in. And like I said, the, the rewards are 
just, I mean, you can't, there's, there's no price on those rewards in terms of what you can do to help, especially for Witty. And, you know, I've worked with women as well that um, have had their husbands manage their financial affairs their entire life. Mm. And so, you know, they need their hand held and direction and, um, and to, to ensure that, again, they can afford to continue living um, their, their lifestyle and mm. what they want for themselves. Yeah. Absolutely. And very interesting, just that conversation, the things that came out of, uh, about the positives and what, why would someone want to do this role? One of the things I do personally miss about financial advice and actually being an advisor, even though I'm still in the industry, I'm not, I, I miss a lot of my clients. So, you know, they become friends uh, or family over time. Um, but that reward, when you realize you've worked something out and they can achieve what they're wanting to achieve there, it is a wonderful feeling to feel that you've helped. And I think from, you know, Weedy, what you said that you what you learn from your clients mm. um, it, it is financial it is an analytical type of role you do need to have um, that sort of background and knowledge and and enjoyment I go I guess of, of or interest in um, that the, in the financial markets but mm. it's a service role yes. uh, you know it really if, so if someone's thinking that's I'm, I'm more that way well you certainly would get that out of a role in financial services so I think look to finish up, what would you both? What do you both think that we need to do um, as an industry to encourage women into financial services, into financial advice, but into financial services overall? Um, what's the type of things we talked about? All the benefits and the, the good parts of the role, and how your you know experience has led you to where you are. And I don't think either of you would say that you've you know we've all had hurdles, but neither of you, in my knowledge, have really ever experienced anything particularly negative it's not saying it's always easy mm. what do you think we need to do then to to encourage women into our industry the reality is like I don't want to sugarcoat mm. anything like so in terms of women entering the industry or any industry for that matter yeah. it's not easy but just having that the confidence the courage the conviction and and doing what you want to do is important mm. you know in I don't know if you want I agree. to add to that yeah Woody. I agree I think like um you know, every hardship that you come across in any career, just um, don't focus, don't don't get yourself distracted. Just keep on going. Like I always say to myself, you know, you are the master of your own destiny. You know, you decide what you want to do. At the same time, when it comes to life, you always have a choice. Whether you decide to take that criticism and make the best out of you or you can dwell on it and just keep, you know, holding yourself back. But, yeah, keep on going. I say just yeah. stay focused. And I think there's something that you said when we've been discussing uh, this this podcast was that the, the main thing that we can do as women in the industry is to talk about our roles and get the message out there that, you know, there's a lot of good and there's a lot of diversity in this industry, different paths that you can take. So exactly. I think... This podcast has hopefully been a step in the direct, right direction for that to, to let women, young women out there um, know what the type of um, options that are available to very successful women who have had different careers and ended up in a slightly different path, but both giving a great deal of service to the clients that they look after, um, a huge amount of support and, and confidence and um, self-belief, I think, to the clients. And that's, that can't be overstated the importance of what you bring to your clients so thank you both very much for your time thank you for giving us your couple of hours your afternoon to to record this with us yeah. and um, i will see you both soon thank um, you thanks thanks, thanks, thanks thank for you. having us yeah pleasure